0: Hello and welcome my friends to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower show bringing you the latest world news and health research and again welcome to the live video feed of the Ted and Austin Broer show <laughs> You asked for it, we brought it. I'm going to keep saying that every single day because we been doing it for you guys. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a fantastic morning. Got a lot of stuff lined up for you guys today. And be sure, as I told you yesterday, the N-acetylcysteine, grab a bottle of it on sale right now. It's product of the week. Really, really good formula for detoxifying the body, especially starting off the new year. It also stacks wells additional N-acetylcysteine to put in the GHI cleanse, which has been a very, very popular product this last week as people have been running it as a, uh, basically a cleanser. You can run it with multiple other supplements. We have a kit on the front webpage, the Chris Hodges uh, fasting one-week protocol, which is really good. Check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. We're always here to help you guys the best we possibly can. And thank you for making Health Masters your number one stop shop for your highest quality supplements in the world. And getting into a bunch of articles here, this is interesting. I'm getting into Pfizer now as far as the lawsuit that they're now trying to have completely dismissed in Texas. Now, if you guys recall, the lawsuit was brought in by Texas authorities alleging that Pfizer went as far as to use false and deceptive marketing to sell its vaccine and pushed for online censorship of all criticism. As most of you know, Pfizer essentially made $100 billion in revenue in just 2020 alone, 2022 alone, excuse me. And they continue to bring in record numbers. And now the numbers are dropping as people are not wanting to get this new shot. And what happened was last year, it was back in November. Texas essentially filed a suit, and they said the Pfizer's not protected under the PrEP Act. Remember, the PrEP Act was the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act that shielded liability from all vaccine manufacturers during COVID under Operation Warp Speed. It was like 1986 all over again. Essentially, they said, doesn't matter what Pfizer produces, doesn't matter if it kills people, doesn't matter if it causes health problems, they're protected because it's under emergency use authorization. And so essentially, this 99 Judicial District Court in Lubbock County is recognizing this lawsuit. And so just days before the end of 2023, Pfizer's attorneys asserted that the court had no jurisdiction in the case and asked it to be moved to the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas. And while at it, they want the whole lawsuit dismissed, citing things like the PREP Act and also invoking speech protections that are supposed to be guaranteed by the First Amendment. They're doing massive legal gymnastics to try to justify their behavior in line to everyone. And as you guys know, when they came out and they started saying that the shot was 95% effective and was safe and effective, those numbers have now been directly rebutted by Pfizer's own research that was released by the court documents under the um, uh, this, the one judge that issued. I forgot his name. Last year, remember they had a, they were dumping like 55,000 pages a month out, and the last set of documents that we got at the end of last year, it blatantly showed that not only was the product not safe, it was causing all types of heart problems that essentially didn't prove or protect any aspect of individuals from COVID. It just might've slightly lowered the symptoms. But again, that was also kind kind of just speculation because there's really no direct evidence that it did that. So this is not surprising to me that Pfizer is going in and trying to basically get this lawsuit dismissed. This is probably the most corrupt pharmaceutical company on the planet. You can go back and look In a whole expose i did last year on literally the billions of dollars that pfizer's had to pay in fines over the last 30 years for all types of illicit illegal behavior and yet again here they are at it trying to justify the fact that they made 100 billion dollars off covid shots and they didn't work and they
1: hurt people well you know this is back to the scientific bureaucracy that we have in the united states now and in the scientific groups that basically operate in the ivory tower complex from the university systems yeah. Now, I don't normally talk about this stuff, but I'm going to cover it right now. This is important. You know, when you get caught up in academia, what happens is your mind goes different. You don't really see the forest for the trees anymore. You just kind of see the trees. You don't see the forest. And so you start to lose perspective of what's really happening. And I've seen this so many times with people that have been in academia their entire lives. I've got a family member who has a Ph.D. from Harvard, but she also has a medical degree, and she took the COVID shot in spite of the fact that I sent her a plethora of information on the damage that is being done by the COVID shot and how dangerous the mRNA vaccine is, she couldn't see it. And then suddenly her husband ends up with a doggone aortic aneurysm and then an aortic dissection and all these things happened to him after he took the shot and multiple boosters. And she still doesn't see there's a correlation, though you could go ahead and show her the statistical facts as far as what the shot does and the problems associated with the shot She simply refuses to see it. And you think, how could somebody with a doctorate from Harvard not see the truth of what's happened? It's not just her. It's almost all academia. They're the ones who actually promoted the shot, pushed the shot, and took the shot, and refused to look at the evidence saying how the shot was bad. Now, there's several factors that happens with this. Number one is almost all of the research grants that these organizations these universities are given for particular pharmaceutical compounds are coming from pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer. They give huge amounts of money every year to universities to get the results they want from the university as far as the promotion, the production, and the approval of these products through the Food and Drug Administration. In many cases, not in all cases, but in many cases, these drugs are so, the research is so bad that within five years, half these drugs are either pulled off the market or their warning labels have to be changed. It's that bad. And so what we have here is basically it's an incestuous relationship that people get grants if they get and do what they're supposed to do, working for these organizations and universities from the major manufacturers. And if they don't get the results they're supposed to get, they stop getting the grants. And so they lose their jobs. This whole thing is twisted. And so what happens, it starts to brainwash these academicians into believing I've got to get the results that I'm told to get because that's my job. And so I have to do this the way they want me to do it. And if I don't, what's going to happen is I'm going to get fired. And after they go to three or four different positions, as far as being fired from here, fired from there, fired from everywhere, if they tell the truth, suddenly they realize I got to shut up and do what I'm told. It's basically classical conditioning. Again, they're being rewarded with these high paying jobs. If they do what they're told and terminated, if they don't do what they're told, so it's completely confused academia and it's a mess. And so that's why these people need to have independent research being done. that's not being paid for by the pharmaceutical corporation. I mean, at this point in time, I would even believe the government needs to sponsor this stuff and to the university systems to check these drugs out. And then if the drug gets approved at that point, then that university needs to be reimbursed for the amount of money it's going to take to have the research done by the pharmaceutical company, but not to have it. So it's going to be forced to be the right answer for these people to start with, with the approval process. Now, if that doesn't make any sense, let let me say it this way. If the drug gets approved, the pharmaceutical company needs to basically pay for the research that's being done that was paid for by the government. If the drug doesn't get approved, basically the pharmaceutical company still needs to pay for the research that's being done by the government, but not up front like this. So the university shouldn't be affected either way, so the, re- so the research remains independent. That's not what happened. Now, Fauci down here in front of Congress admitting that social distancing wasn't scientific and the Wuhan lab <laughs> leak wasn't a conspiracy theory. He's like, well, we told you guys that you know, years ago. Former National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease Director, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the highest paid employee for the federal government, was just finished up his second day of closed door, of course, his closed door testimony, that he don't want to be tarred and feathered, before the House subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic chaired by the Ohio Republican, Brad Winstrop. These are the highlights. Dr. Fauci claimed that six feet apart social distancing recommendation promoted by federal health officials was likely not based on any data. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) You know, here's what it was based on. It was based on Gematria. Yep. It was based on Kabbalah. It was based on 666, Mark of the Beast. Everywhere we saw 666. It's another one of their weird curses they put on everybody with the 666 stuff. So we know that I had nothing in it. Dr. Fauci acknowledged that the lab leak hypothesis is not a conspiracy theory. Well, he told us for years that it was a conspiracy theory brought to you by the Ted Dawson-Browers show. <laughs> he didn't say that, but that's what he implied with all alternative media. He says that that comes nearly four years after prompting the publication of how you know, the inf- infamous proximal origin paper that attempted to vilify and disapprove the lab leak hypothesis. Dr. Fauci admitted that American vaccine mandates during the COVID-19 pandemic could increase vaccine hesitancy in the future. That if he, here, Here's the quote, okay? Dr. Fauci advocated that when you make it difficult for people in their lives, they lose their ideological bull poop, I'm, say what, I'm not gonna use what he said, and they get vaccinated. I'm gonna repeat that one. Dr. Fauci admitted that the Americans' vaccine mandates during the COVID-19 pandemic could increase vaccine hesitancy in the future. Previously, Dr. Fauci advocated that when you make it difficult for people in their lives, in other words, you make them go 666 and make them lose their jobs, they lose their ideological bull poop and they get vaccinated. In other words, if you make it bad enough a problem access solution, you make their lives miserable enough, they're gonna go ahead and get vaccinated. So that's the goal cool here, I guess. When American universities approached Dr. Fauci, he advised them to impose vaccine mandates on their students. Dr. Fauci denies allegations that he visited the CIA during the pandemic or influenced the CIA's investigation into the origins. Dr. Fauci played semantics with the definition of a lab leak in an attempt to cover up the inaccurate conclusions of proximal origin. It is impossible for Dr. Fauci to defend the conclusion of this publication while simultaneously acknowledging that lab leak was possible. This guy, I mentioned tart and feathered. What they need to do is they need to take him out back cover him up with some roofing tar, strip him naked and put feathers on him and have him bounce around and let everybody see him get tarred and feathered as he runs out of town. That would stop a lot of these guys from doing this from the war. I mean, I mean, now that's what they used to do in the old days. People get tarred and feathered when they come in and do crazy stuff. So they would know not to go back to that town again. But the reality is, is that, you know, that's not going to happen to Dr. Fauci because Dr. Fauci basically is doing what he was told to do the entire time. You know, and so it's 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 interesting to me because Doctor, you know, Rob Pugh came out with an article today, and he's and it says this. It says you know why the father of lies is infiltrating every area of society, especially going after our children with demonic indoctrination. Let us serve God by honoring our husbands and our wives. And and what's what's ideal about this with Rob Pugh is he's a good friend of mine, by the way. He says today we can live in a world of confusion and delusion. We see that exactly what I just said with Fauci. He lies. He lies. He lies. And then, oh, by the way, he lies some more because he is following the father of lies, who, is, as far as I'm concerned, is his master. He talks about that in the book of John. And he goes on to say, today we've been in a world of confusion and illusion like I've never could have dreamed of in my lifetime. Forever, or for that matter, the goats on the left have done their job well. These would be the communists and the satanic people bringing forth lies and deceptions so much that if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived, which is what the word says. The father of lies has infiltrated every area of our society, especially going after the young children and young people now coming out of age. Through demonic indoctrination that permeates our atmosphere, lies about in public school, from preschool through college, as if that were enough, the devils also captured pop, pop culture through Hollywood movies, filled with leftist propaganda, communist propaganda, through what now passes from music, and unlike previous generations through social media, online chat rooms, and video games. Even the majority of our churches are now apostate, with pastors refusing to preach the whole counsel of God for fear of offending wicked men and women, having them leave and not give money to the church anymore. I've added to that. Convicting them, they will not convict them of their unrepentant sin. The sheep no longer have godly shepherds who will speak the truth in many cases, but instead desire to be well-liked and popular among the people. Surely the Spirit of the Lord has departed from these places, which is very sad because many of these churches were once filled with courageous leaders and faithful servants of God. Once upon a time... Sounds like a fairy tale, doesn't it? They have they made life changing, eternal difference for countless lost souls, but all have turned aside and gone their own way, the way of the world, the broad road that leads to destruction. Chaos and confusion, lies, deception, and delusion have been the result. You see that with Fauci. The wicked ideology of communism has overtaken the once Christian America through their orchestrated plans of brainwashing and indoctrination through the Frankfurt School. The people of our nation are now wandering, they are lost, they are perishing because they no longer have a clue what God's word says or even who God is anymore, nor do they care. They have been given many delusions that have overtaken them as people of the last couple decades. Perhaps the most vile is homosexuality and now transgenderism. Yes, there has always been those who've engaged in these deviant behaviors, but God Almighty rightly called these behaviors abomination. Today, not only the accepted, but they are celebrated Pridefully, 365 days a year, even the Pope is now leading countless millions astray as he gives his infallible approval of what God has so strongly condemned. Listen to me. Rob is 100% right. What we've done here in the United States of America and globally, we've embraced the ideology of Lucifer. That's pretty direct. Not me, not Austin, not the Ted and Austin Brewer show, not who we are. But all the things that are wrong, that we know are wrong, we've embraced them. And we do it unrepentantly in many cases with many people around the world. Human beings as a whole are doing exactly what happened in Genesis chapter 6, where every thought of every man is evil all of the time. That's not of God. You know, when I sin and I do something wrong, which I hate to do this, but I I don't have a halo to adjust. And when I do things or I say things or I act a certain way, which I shouldn't act, I'm quick to repent and ask God to forgive me because I know that. I'm not supposed to act that way because I've been called to a higher purpose. I got that. But I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. So if that's your goal here, be perfect. It's not going to happen for you either. That's what grace is. But Romans tells us, should we continue to willfully sin after we receive the knowledge of the truth? And it says, by no means we died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? We have to understand that there is a God. We are not him. And there are certain goals that we have to shoot for as far as being the best we possibly can. Does that mean we're going to make it? Absolutely not. But what it means is we've got to do the best we can and not embrace sin. And see, the problem with all of this stuff, and, you know, and Rob Pugh talks about it today, and you, you guys can read the rest of the article, is that so many people out there right now, they think they can just do whatever they want to do, however they want to do it, and it's okay with God. And the problem with that is, it's not okay. But are we under grace? Yes. But a lot of people have gotten so caught up now in the indoctrination of the left and this communist mantra that they use, that they believe everything is okay. You know, I'm very careful. I'm always asked, what kind of music do you listen to? And my response is always, I listen to praise and worship. And they said, would you listen to anything else? And I said, not really. And they said, well, why don't you listen to other music? And I'm like, I want stuff that's going to build me up to a higher plane. I want stuff that's going to make me feel good on the inside. I want something that's going to make me have a better relationship with God Almighty. I want something that's going to feed my soul, not some satanic rap music. Now, for those of you who like to listen to rap, why don't you listen to the lyrics? Why don't you print them out and read them out and listen to the confessions that are being made by this music? and say, do I really want to live this life? Do I really want to be this way? You say, well, gosh, Ted, you're getting off of preaching this one. Well, no, I'm not getting preachy. All I know is this, this country, this world is on a slippery slope to hell. And it's because of shows like this and other shows that are telling you the truth that we're here to say, hey, look, these guys are lying. Their father is the devil. Look at Fauci, look at his congressional meeting. You know, yesterday, you know, Hunter Biden staged this big show, walked out of a congressional meeting because he was subpoenaed, had to show up or he could be arrested for not showing up. That pitched a Big Fit walked out. I wonder if he took his laptop with the pictures of him and all those underage girls with him. Just thought I'd ask. But this is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with on an ongoing basis as this news continues to infiltrate our society and we see the debasement of human beings. Human beings haven't gotten better. They've gotten worse because they've stopped following the principles of God Almighty, which is exactly what the evil one has tried to do for thousands of years as the Tower of Babel. All of this stuff is happening around us right now in technicolor. For those of you who don't know what technicolor is, it's probably the best form of color they ever had in movies, that you see everything in vivid, vivid, bright colors. That's what's happening with us right now. And so we have to stand firm with what we know as far as the word of God. And we have to understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. But we've got to take the first step, and we've got to realize that we have to be examples for everybody. That's why I say to you guys now, this show is now going to be put on like 20 or 30 different platforms. We're working the bugs out of it right now. to see what looks best as far as the camera. And we're gonna start promoting it everywhere. It's gonna be so easy for you now to say, hey, here's a YouTube link. Well, it'll probably, few, it'll probably be on YouTube for about six minutes. So I'd use a different link besides that because YouTube doesn't want to have, hear what, I, what we have to say on the show. They took us off almost eight years ago. But the reality is we're gonna be on all kinds of different platforms that you can share with your friends. They say, well, this show's a little bit too preachy. Wait a minute. You guys can get your news anywhere. You can learn about health and fitness anywhere. You can learn about world news and Dr. Fauci Anywhere, but where are you going to get hope? I'm asking you the question: Where are you going to get hope? Where are you going to hear about Jesus and God and love and what we're supposed to do and not supposed to do? See, that's the biggest problem with all media today. They don't preach the whole counsel of God. They preach a little bit of stuff, and then they get compromised because they have advertisers. Have you noticed we have no advertisers even on the TV show because you got to support Health Masters. If you didn't support Health Masters and we had to do advertisers, we'd be censored. I'll never forget a few years ago, Doug Hagman told me, good friend of mine by the way, I love Doug. He goes. I can't believe I've lost a bunch of advertisers. And I said, what happened? He goes, well, I was talking about stuff they didn't want me to talk about. They told me I couldn't talk about it anymore. I'm like, that's not gonna happen on our show because of you guys. If you weren't here to support us and say, hey, look, we're gonna buy your vitamins and your toothpaste and all the rest of your deodorant for you guys, we couldn't do this. We're bringing you unabridged truth of how we see it. And that's how we're always gonna do it. You know, it, it's interesting to me that, you know, this is going on like it yeah. is. And we started to realize how so many people now are starting to tell the truth about what happened with Epstein and all the rest of it. You know, it's, so, it's funny to me, uh, I'm going to give you a quick summary of this article. I'm give it back over to Austin. It goes, Epstein-Gate, hard evidence now proves the highly organized and complex scheme was a Mossad-controlled honey trap and a blackmail operation. We told you that years ago. It was a Mossad honey trap organization that did all this stuff. Many, reader, many readers now know the Epstein story as we have covered Pizzagate, Pedagate. In fact, the meme, Epstein did not kill himself, was first posted here on this information series, the system. But Ephraim is still alive. and it. Here's another thing. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein is probably still alive and living quietly and happily in Israel. I absolutely agree with that. And the following submitted testimony will provide some crucial perspective. You know, I'm going to read the rest of this stuff, but I wanted to bring this to you very quickly because we told you years ago. And I told you I still stand for this right now. The body that was removed from that cell when it showed pictures of his profile was not Jeffrey Epstein. It was a lousy body double that had not had good plastic surgery as far as I'm concerned. And there's no way, in my, in my opinion, with a Mossad honey trap that Jeffrey Epstein did so well for so many years with the death dead man switch that he must have had available, implementing thousands of politicians and people from around the world, that they were going to kill a man and have all that stuff get dumped on the Internet. Jeffrey Epstein is not dead, in my opinion. He is alive, running around, probably in a non-extradition country. That would be <clears throat> excuse me, Israel. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Listen to me, he's Mossad. Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. Mossad is the enforcement arm of the Israeli Rothschild, Benjamin Netanyahu controlled satanic government. Like it or don't like it, that's who runs this whole show right now with Epstein and probably runs Congress right now and pushing this narrative of new world order and the narrative of a one world order under a one world God who they would believe would be Lucifer. Remember that guys, they want the antichrist to rule this planet always remember that people who run this planet it's about that for them and it doesn't get any deeper than that or any worse than that but that's what the bible says is going to happen and i for as for me and my house i'm going to serve god because as far as i'm concerned the bible's telling the truth now i know i got preachy today and i'm good with that and that's what this show is going to be about from now on we're always going to tell you the truth and if we take out the three-dimensional part of this the body soul and spirit at that point we become a joe rogan talk show and that'll never happen on my watch awesome what do you think what's your next story oh, you're spot on with that and this is why they're going after the
0: kids so blatantly now this is why they're going directly after the children they're not even trying to hide it anymore they're not even trying to be discreet about it anymore this is why they're pushing the transgenderism right in the school systems to four and five-year-olds because again if you can get children to be indoctrinated you can get them to go into just this level of confusion and perversion at an early age it makes it very difficult for them to come out of it when they start getting older, when they've been literally engulfed in it It's for true. you know over a decade in the school system. This is why it is so important to protect your kids and protect your data and protect your privacy and protect your information. This is why I talked about when I brought up the thing on the um, children's toys a couple of weeks ago, how they have all these children's toys now that are connected to Wi-Fi, and the Wi-Fi internet that's connected to these toys, it's got microphones and cameras in it, and these toys in some cases are actually recording your children. So they can have a better interaction with them <laughs> and then they're turning around and they blatantly say when you read the terms and conditions on these toys that they sell the children's information including what they're looking at what they're talking about even their likeness and selling it to third-party advertisers and data collectors which now a lot of this stuff is open for hackers this is why it is so crucial to be careful about what you talk about and where you talk about it that's why i always tell you guys with the phones Be very cautious with those cameras. I always keep my camera taped up on the front of the selfie camera in the back one. I have a case that keeps it covered up. Those cameras are designed to watch your interaction, watch your behavioral, watch your entire facial expressions, watch your pupil dilation, watch everything about you while you're on the phone. It's designed to gather data and intel on you. It was interesting taking another step further down. Remember I told you guys about Subaru? Uh, That's just literally a tip of the iceberg. They report published by the Mozilla Foundation yesterday, shows that cars, listen to this, cars are now officially the worst category products for privacy out of all consumer products that they've ever reviewed. The global nonprofit found that 92% of the reviewed automakers provide drivers with little, if any, control over their personal data, with 84% sharing their data with outside parties. 84% 84% of the new vehicles share your data with outside parties. This is crazy. Carmakers have a long list of personal information that they say they will track, including employment, purchasing history, education, internet browsing history, location data, music, podcast listening habits, immigration status, religious and philosophical beliefs. Also, along they talk about with Kia and Nissan, collection of information regarding a user's sex life. That's how deep this is going now in vehicles. They said Mozilla examined 25 different vehicle brands, and every single brand failed to meet the organization's minimum privacy standards. All 25 of the car brands that they researched for the report, including Ford, Toyota, Chevrolet, Volkswagen, BMW, Tesla, all failed to meet the organization's minimal privacy standards. You're getting like, this is even better. Almost 90% of the car brands share personal user data with service providers, data brokers, third-party providers, and potentially sketchy businesses, it says here, according to the report, with 76% claiming the right to sell any and all of your personal data. Volkswagen just announced they're taking a step further, and they will be installing Chat, GPT, and all vehicles later this year in the fourth quarter of 2024. The Chatbot will be available across VW's lineup, including Passat and Golf, as well as the automaker's ID family of electric vehicles. They unveiled its first vehicles with voice assistants that uses artificial technology behind ChatGPT as a CES electric trade show in Las Vegas on Monday. The new feature will enable drivers to have research content read to them while they're driving Volkswagen models that are equipped with the IDA voice assistant, which the automaker says can answer general knowledge questions while also having the ability to control the car's infotainment, navigation, and air-conditioned con- air systems what they're saying is here now they're going to install ChatGPT with AI and you're going to be able to be in your vehicle and ask a question like what was the story behind the sniper that shot Randy Weaver's wife in the face with a 308 while she was yeah holding a baby? Out, yeah, yeah. you can ask that question and you know what's going to happen they're going to answer the question the same way that they answered it for me when I had Harrison pull that up and they state that the sniper did 10 years in prison which is a complete lie he never lie. even went to jail And when we rebuttaled it, we had to rebuttal it two separate times on the AI to actually get them to say, oh, we're mistaken. Sometimes we get things wrong. And then they put out the actual accurate information that is online, fully documented, public public information about the sniper that shot Randy Weaver's wife. This is what they're going to do now to start controlling information and essentially controlling what they call disinformation with the truth. They're going to start causing these vehicles now and allowing them to actually lie to people and continue to control the narrative. And on top of that, as I just showed you, these vehicles are now going to record everything you do and say inside the vehicle where you go, what you listen to, your driving habits, and any other host of different things you do in your vehicle. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I told you guys when I drove that F-150 Lightning that a buddy of mine got, weird vehicle. I I didn't care for it at all. There's three weird-looking bulbs on the dash. When I was driving, I said, what the heck are these things? those are cameras they watch you the whole time that you drive to make sure you're not distracted if you put it in autonomous mode and essentially that you're still keeping your hands on the wheel i looked down and said i don't even believe you believe that (laughs) you think there's three cameras in this car to prevent distracted driving oh yeah that's what they're there for i said i'm done with the car i pulled it back around it's ironic about this i talked to my dealer at marto ford two days ago and i asked him i said What's going on with the F-150 lightnings Last time I drove by the lot was loaded on him. He said you were stocked up on them He goes, we're having to give federal rebates, we're having to give Ford cashback rebates. He said some of these vehicles were having to take off almost20,000 dollars in total rebates to get them to sell and he said, Ford told us we had to take a minimum of 50 more F-150 lightnings this quarter or else we were going to lose allocations for super duties." I said, why would they force you to take vehicles that aren't selling? He said because they can't get rid of them and they're being forced to make x amount of models PR the epa and all these green energy deals that they got with this federal funding they're required to make them and he said now after 75 days they're paying eight percent floor plan on these trucks if they can't move them off the lot so they're literally having to fire sell them to try to get them off so they're not paying insane floor plans on these 60 70 80 thousand dollar vehicles the question is this If you have a consumer market, if you have a market that's basically allowing to grow naturally, why in the world are you trying to force a product that nobody's buying and nobody wants and nobody wants to deal with unless you're trying to push an agenda? And that answers the exact same question of what I just talked about. These electric vehicles are taking a whole step further in controlling what people do, where they go, how they think. Because remember, when you start listening on people's data, you start understanding what's in their mind you start listening to private conversations in vehicles you start listening and you understand and you can build an entire algorithm database on what they think what they like where they go what they desire how they feel what their beliefs are and you can build an entire profile on them that's how creepy this is getting now and then you start throwing an AI into the mix which can correlate all this information and data log it and file it and then it can be brought up at another time whenever they need to put something in front of you they need to know how to control the situation more they have the data right there it's exactly what dad talked about earlier with every thought of every man was evil all the time in genesis chapter six that's right how do you get to that point Doesn't just happen it doesn't just overnight doesn't happen you start understanding how certain people think and you start controlling what they think and you start pushing things on them and controlling the narrative that is why it's so important to get the truth out there that's why i was so flustered you know two weeks ago when I saw this article again about this federal judge that is now allowing the FDA to withhold more information about the COVID shot for up to 18 months longer because they're saying that essentially the FDA is really overwhelmed right now. and They're dealing with unprecedented workload, and the FDA just doesn't – they don't have time to be letting the peasants know it's actually in the shots. So they're literally blocking Freedom of Information Act. The Judge Walton rules the FDA can continue to hide the truth from the public, including – refusing to upload all relevant data to the government-run VAERS system. VAERS is already highly manipulated, and now the judge is ruling the FDA can actually manipulate the data further and control what goes up and what doesn't go up on VAERS system now because, again, they've got to control the narrative. And that's why it's so important to really push the truth out there on a regular basis like I tell you every single day because this information is not going to get easier to attain as far as the truth. It's going to get much harder. You wait and see what happens this year with this election and what they're trying to do with controlling the narrative they're already saying now numerous politicians are already saying that misinformation is one of the most dangerous things to our republic now misinformation no you mean the lies that are being perpetrated by these individuals that are continually taking more and more money giving it to other countries and then telling us you need to shut up and listen to what we tell you because we know what's right like fauci we had we had no no scientific backing of social distancing at all we just arbitrarily came up with this I told you guys I was one of the first people on this show dad and I were I was one of the first people during COVID to call out the the Gematria with the 666 I walked in the Lowe's and there's two signs on the door six on both doors slider doors stand six feet apart six feet apart as soon as I walk through the door there's a big six on the floor stay six feet apart I'm like the door opens and now it turns to three. And I'm like, golly, you guys can't even make it more subtle than this. You just randomly came up with the number six, and you said that's the number we're going to pick. Guys, nothing is happenstance and nothing is coincidence when you're dealing with these people. So always be aware, keep your eyes open, and keep your head on a swivel, because there's going to be a lot of strange things that happen this year, including the, the
1: more and more prevention of being able to speak freely and get the truth out there, Dad. You know, Austin, you, you know, th- there's a book out. It's called... Uh... 9 11 is a mass human sacrificial ritual and uh that's exactly as far as the book is concerned is what it was it was all it all dealt with gematria masonic lodges and symbolism and you guys you can get that book for free online there's a free pdf available for it and so there's something that you need to read everybody needs to read that you'll understand what the what the basis of that was as far as the 666 and what they do on a regular basis is try to pervert everything that they do i mean understand something you know satan He's the father of lies. He comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. He's not trying to bring you anything good. It's all bad all the time. And if you understand that, you'll start seeing the truth of what we're talking about on this show. And it's, it's crazy. You know, like, perfect example. Here's an article this morning from Daily Mail in the perversion of Hollywood. Hollywood outcast Army Hammer, who's 37 years old, moves on with his wife, Marina, or girlfriend, Chris, who flashes an engagement ring after his career-ending cannibalism and sex assault scandal, you get, w- w- wait a minute, w- wait a minute, you know, this is, this is crazy. Well, yeah, well, cannibalism, like eating human beings. And, and you think, well, how in the world can this be possible? Do you think this is an isolated incident with Hollywood? We talked about the suspected mass grave sites on Jeffrey Epstein's island just the other day. And what happened there? I mean, it's all speculation at this point, because, I mean, no investigation has been done over there as far as the island. There's nobody trying to exhume remains from that place that had these, quote-unquote, body you know, graves, who in the world knows what happened there. There's a temple on the island. Was there a sacrificial stone inside? All of this stuff is to bring homage to their God, with a little G, Lucifer, because they really believe, and I'm going to say this to you guys, and this is something that is important that, that, you, that you ask yourself this question. If you're really on the dark side of this, which a lot of people probably are, but you're probably not watching this show, but you can send it to your friends who might be on the dark side and you're and you're actually involved with some type of satanic cult. And you're actually involved in all these weird rituals. And you think that he's the good guy. Why in the world, if he's the good guy, has he required the sacrifice of human beings for eons of time? Does that make him the good guy? That makes him a pretty messed up dude. As far as I'm concerned, he's not God. Anyhow, he's just a, he's just a created being. All of this stuff is strange to me that they think he's the good guy. Cause he's not the good guy. He's extremely, extremely bad. Now, To change the topic here, to get off this really dark topic right now, Alabama coach Nick Saban is retiring after winning seven (laughs) national titles. Was that a pretty good segment? That was (laughs) a great segment. (laughs) I I, I had to get off of that one. That was too much, (laughs) all right? Alabama coach coach Nick Saban retiring after winning seven national titles. Nick Saban's coaching reign has come to an end. His dominance over college football, however, will reign forever and linger in the lore of sport. Saban, who won seven national championships more than any other major college football coach, has turned Alabama back into a national powerhouse with six of those titles in just 17 seasons, is retiring, according to multiple outlets. The 72-year-old Saban restored a Crimson Tide program once ruled by Paul Bear Bryant to the top of college football after taking over in 2007. His decision to step away, as was reported on a Wednesday, first by ESPN and then by other outlets, ending a career that has produced numerous titles and helped launch or relaunch the head coaching careers of georgia's kirby smith texas eve Sarkisian, and mississippi's lane kiffin he finished just shy of the top in the final season leading the tie from a shaky start to the southeastern conference championship and back to the college football playoff before falling in overtime to michigan in a semifinal game at the rose bowl now i don't know with what happened to florida state if that's one of the reasons that nick saban's retiring now you got to remember though i'm going from a biased standpoint since i've got three degrees from florida state hanging on my wall in of my office You know what happened this year in college football with the corruption that is so evident now in college football is mind-boggling yesterday i was at the dmv and i was getting a title swapped around and doing some stuff with the cars and i was talking to one of the girls there who was a florida state fan and she said how are you doing i said i'm doing great but florida state got completely hosed over by the by the college football people this year she goes absolutely and everybody in there said yeah yeah it was bad i mean everybody knows what happened to florida state was bad culminating in our unbelievably just destruction by Georgia in that final game we played that I did not watch, by the way, because our team basically didn't show up to play because they were so, how should I say disillusioned by what the truth was and what they had, what had happened to them. Always remember something, whenever you have organized gambling and you have people that are involved in running bets through Vegas and then you have online betting and all the rest of this stuff, there are billions of dollars that are being put out into these sports every single year. And when that happens, it's easy enough to pay off the reps, It's easy enough to pay off the quarterbacks. It's easy enough to pay off the wide receivers in their little Swiss bank accounts. Now, am I making any accusations on any individual? Absolutely not. I would never do that because I can't prove any of that stuff. But I'm just saying something stinks in this whole thing with organized sports now because betting has gotten so prevalent in the United States and has been that way for a long, long, long time. So, again, the same groups that run the betting, run Hollywood and run Vegas, are the same groups that are basically the Sabbatean, Luciferian, Kabbalist, synagogue of Satan, and had has been this way for a long 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 time and they answer to their master lucifer and when you understand that you see how it all goes back to the same individual or entity every single time you re- realize why god said that our battle is not against flesh and blood but uh my congratulations to nick saban for all of the national championships that he has won he's had probably one of the highest win rates ever and quite frankly one of the best records ever and my congratulations to the crimson tide followers who've had such incredible you know happiness brought to them by nick saban and the winning of all these national collegiate titles and my condolences to the florida state fans who listen to the show <laughs> i have to i'm serious I, had oh, I know. Of this. even the gators feel bad for it i mean what happened this year <laughs> i also was
0: what's your next story <laughs> now it, it was a joke but it, you know organized gambling you know i mean it, it always goes to that and that's why vegas runs the show I mean, billions and billions and billions of dollars run through the organized gambling once they started to allow it to inter, you know and infiltrate the college football that was it. That was I mean, it. We, we, we already know that. And now, but this is interesting though, down here in Florida, we get wilder and wilder every single year. It feels like <laughs> the Florida state surgeon general just issued a massive press release to the FDA in the state of Florida and is stating that all healthcare providers need to halt the use of the COVID RNA shot vaccine, citing per, per, per health risk labeled misinformation by federal officials. This is the Florida state surgeon general, Dr. Joseph Lopato, In the bulletin issued Wednesday, he claimed that the U.S. FDA has not shown evidence that the coronavirus manufactured by Pfizer and Moderna has been assessed for nucleic acid contaminants that cause cancer. Disputing claims by the FDA that such risk is implausible, Lopato called for immediate stoppage to the use of the approved RNA COVID vaccines. He said, and I quote, I'm calling for a halt on all use of RNA COVID-19 vaccines. The US FDA and the Center for Disease Control Prevention has played it fast and loose with the COVID-19 vaccine safety, but their failure to test for DNA integration with the human genome as their own guidelines dictate when the vaccines are known to be contaminated with foreign DNA is intolerable and this shot has to be halted immediately. This is a big deal. Now, the fact that this has been rolled out for the last three years now, (laughs) already a lot of people have gone along with it, but this is the fact and this is the reason why I told people and dad said from the very beginning ask questions before you go get blindly shot at that's somebody. right <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we, this is the stuff that we brought up three years ago and everybody wanted to laugh and say oh no you don't know what you're talking about and yet again now we got the Florida surgeon general is saying stop taking the shot he's not saying for elderly he's not saying for children he's not saying for people that aren't at risk that don't get the shot he's saying a full halt on the injection period stop halt do not pass go Do not collect $200. Go straight to jail COVID vaccine. You are done. Goodbye. Thanks for playing. It's over with now. That's what he's stating. Now, again, of course, the FDA said they respectfully disagree and that he has no basis of his claims. And it's funny because if you look, I'll post on the website, the entire bulletin that he put out, uh, he documented it pretty doggone clearly exactly what they have found and what they've been researching. Because remember, last year, he said that they were going to start doing a full research analysis in the COVID shot and what was actually truly in these injections because Pfizer remember under emergency use authorization had to put nothing on the insert sheet that's why people were doing videos where the covid vaccine they were opening up the box and there's a big insert sheet little little square part in the top talks about Pfizer everything else was completely blank why because it was emergency use they were not required by law to have to put that in there and that was the whole reason why they got that EUA the first place to get the shot rolled out there also to another news this is interesting the uh Rand Paul is basically calling out the unbelievably senile moron Mitch McConnell, who basically just <laughs> stares at the screen. Sometimes I've well, never well, seen somebody. why don't you tell us how you feel. But, about <laughs> I mean, how many times do you have to guys sit there and go, <laughs> stare at the screen, and they have to walk over to him and like carry him off because he freezes up. Well, what's happening is now <laughs> it's crazy. This <laughs> this I'm new draft this new draft deal, no, this new draft deal that they're wanting to put in now for this 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 border security is insanity they're saying now that essentially if they don't allow at minimum 1.8 million illegals to come in and essentially have amnesty every single year they're not going to provide the additional 60 billion dollars for the Ukraine Mm. money laundering scheme (laughs) and so Mitch McConnell's like Oh man, we need more money for Ukraine. Oh, I need more money for Ukraine. Oh, so we're gonna allow all this immigration stuff to go through. This is this is crazy. Listen to this. It says right here they will allow up to five thousand individuals per day illegally to come to the country. That's that's just a rough number, and uh, which equates to one point eight million per year. That inflow is one migrant for every two U.S. births. By the way, under the draft, those one point eight million illegal migrants will be allowed in the United States via loopholes such as asylum. And parole, it would essentially be allowed here to stay. And Mr. McConnell said, "Well, I need to go along because I want my sixty billion for Ukraine." You can't, you know, I can't even imagine how much money is coming back to these politicians, <laughs> like Pelosi, hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. That's what they get paid, as far as in the U.S. government for her position. Hundred eighty thousand dollars per year. Her net worth like ninety five million dollars. The math ain't mathing, guys. You don't make hundred eighty thousand dollars per year, and your net worth hundred million dollars after thirty years. It doesn't work. Whatever they're doing legally. I don't know i can't prove it but i can tell you one thing they're not doing everything legit the fact that they're pumping more money in ukraine dude uh it's 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 just unreal to me. no
1: you know you know it, it's it's funny also i think you need to be a little bit more descriptive on how you feel it's those, one of those God. days i'm just i just no i <laughs> you know and so you get to see behind the scenes and that with me <laughs> laughing over here uh it's just crazy and then here we are bringing in you know one new migrant for every birth we have here yeah births, okay And yet Planned Parenthood is now being caught admitting it does secret abortions on teens so the parents won't find out so we can make sure we decrease the surplus population. You know, it's funny with me. I watched that movie Christmas Carol, you know, so many times now. And probably the best one was ever done was the guy who played in Patton of George C. Scott. And what's funny about this whole thing is that, you know, he starts talking about how he's not going to give money because of the surplus population that need to be exterminated. And that's how he started off as Mr. Scrooge or something like that. Don't don't send me letters correcting that, please. I just don't I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it's interesting. And, and okay, now let me just, okay, also, if you really disagree with something that we say, you're going to send me a letter. Ask drtedb at yahoo.com. Send it to me once, please. If you, I, I don't mind. I don't mind if you disagree. But don't, don't, don't send it to me over and over and over again and try to make your point. I got the point. I, I don't, you know, you guys know that I don't like toxoplasmosis, I don't like that. It's a disease that comes from cats. It's a cat brain parasite. So I'm not a big fan of cats inside the house. You know, rubbing their rectums on your pillowcases. Okay. Look, look, uh, I, I, no, I'm going here. Whoa. No,
0: no, no. Whoa. I'm going here now.
1: Okay. Whoa. So don't sit here and tell me how great it is to have a house cat. Cats are fine outside. Let them do their job. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I, yes, I, the I'm, same I'm time. I'm, well, I'm, I'm getting emails.
0: Right I'm getting emails. I'm, sure. I'm
1: going to, but don't. I don't want emails on this. All right. If you tell me. Okay, you tell me how to keep the cat off your bed, okay? It's like trying to herd cats. You can't herd them either. You, you got to understand something. Cats are interesting creatures. I like them outside. We had a really good cat that was outside for years. It was They're good at catching she, rats. They are. Yeah. Her name was Countess. She was a Burmese. Very smart cat. Okay, I got to break this back and make this funny for one second. Right here, out here in the barn where we're doing the filming right now, we had an Alaska Malamute. And I, he thought his whole duty in life was to kill cats. You remember Baron? Oh, yeah. oh, he loved to kill cats. I'm not, I'm not advocating killing cats. Don't start. I don't want the letter on this, okay? But he would kill cats when he'd get them. Now, Countess was a Burmese. She was smart. Oh, my gosh, that car cat was smart. But she was an outside cat. And Baron was on like a 16 foot tether. It was an aircraft cable, actually, to allow him to be able to move around in the backyard without running loose because he kept getting out under the fence. We couldn't get him to stop doing it. He'd go right through a hot wire. Didn't care. And so uh, he just great animal, but just loved to kill cats. And by the way, he did save my wife's life. One time when a Doberman attacked her, just thought I'd mention that too. He's a good animal too. But Countess was so smart. She would sit there on this aircraft cable it was 12, 15, 16 feet, whatever it was. And she'd go to 17 feet a foot away from the end of the cable and give herself a bath right by Baron. He's going nuts. He's got a choke chain on because he'd break a regular collar because he was so big about 160 pounds. So we had a choke chain. Obviously so he couldn't choke himself out by breaking the collar. And he'd sit there gagging for air. trying to. I forgot to her. all remember, remember about this. this? I and forgot all about this. Choking himself, trying to get her. And she's a foot away, taking a bath. Cat was smart. So finally I told her one day, I'm talking to the cat now, and I said, what would you do if I turned him loose? And she looked at me kind of funny, and I went to unhook him. And before I could unhook him, she made two big bounds and jumped on top of a tree fort and was up there on the tree fort. And he, So he ran up to the tree fort trying to get to her. Smart cat. Here's the problem. She decided she liked to be inside better than she did outside. So one day she got into the barn to a guest quarters to a bedroom we had and she took a big old dump on top of the bed comforter just, i guess she didn't have a kitty litter because she wasn't supposed to be in there so she got adopted the same day you think i can't believe you did that the countess stop i just told you i don't want cats with toxoplasmosis in the house if they're outside cats i have no problem with it don't try to justify to me that toxoplasmosis is a good thing or that you take antiparasitical medication on an ongoing basis I'm letting you know that cats contain a brain parasite that gets into human beings. Be very careful, Be very pregnant, very careful. pregnant women. Especially with pregnant just women. Guys, big and So, deal. so, I'm, yeah, and I'm not trying to fuss at you for having cats, because I don't care. But don't send me letters justifying toxoplasmosis. I don't wanna listen to it. And you know I, I don't wanna hear about it because we don't cover it very often. And we, but every once in a while, we're gonna mention it like today. So it's just what it is. We're trying to warn people to go through parasite cleansing programs if they're gonna have cats in the house. Now, just for the dog owners. I don't have dogs in the house either because I don't want the same thing. I don't want a dog, you know, rubbing his rectum on the kitchen floor or on the bed or on the carpet. So I'd so say, well, come on, Ted. No, look, so I think I'm gonna offend you. Cat owners. I'm as well offend the dog owners too. Now, if you're going to do all of this stuff, just realize what you're doing and what you've got in the house. So it's just how I am. But remember too, I was raised German. You know, my mom used to get out in front of the house on the sidewalks and scrub them with a brush. So I'm real funny about animals in the house to start with. So it's just not my thing. If it's your thing, whatever. But guys, listen to me. If I can't bring you the truth about this and what's going on with this, I I remember I I dated this girl last year. It was crazy. She had a dog that would urinate everywhere. Everywhere. It would urinate on the carpets, It would urinate on the floor. It was so bad she had to put pee pads everywhere. And I thought to myself, what's the point of having an animal that can't be trained not to urinate everywhere? Some of you are saying, well, I've had a dog, too, and it it doesn't do that. Okay, look. Your call on what you want to do with your pets. I'm just here to give you unbiased opinions of what I think about this. Well, now you think, well, I'm not going to watch the show anymore. Okay, I got it. I've got it. Whatever you want to do is fine with me too. I'm not worried about that. You can listen to Joe Rogan you know, cussing on the air, calling curses on people. Smoking cigars if, if, getting if, drunk.
0: if you, if you want to keep animals, just keep parasite
1: cleanse on There you day. go. You no, no the That's cyclones. the point. Thank you, Elsa. That's <laughs> the point I want to do. But Planned Parenthood caught admitting it does. Secret abortions of parents won't find out. I have no idea I got on the cat thing. Yeah, obviously, I don't like letters on that. Now, here's the real horror of labor statistics I'm going to give us back over to Austin. This is, a, this is a very interesting article by Martin Armstrong. It says, let me explain about labor statistics. Back in the 90s, one staff member was in charge of verifying all government statistics worldwide. That project produced some really eye-opening facts. We discovered that the GDP the government counts total government spending and total personal income, private and public, that we could not find anywhere where they were backing out of the government pay- payroll. I called the head of the BLS, and they said this was a mistake, and it was so egregious that they had to be backing it out somewhere, okay, this government payroll, that they would get back to me. After some time passed, I called, and they said, hey, I don't remember you getting back to me. The response was no comment, Okay, because that means government payroll is a big part of GDP, but they're not telling you that. This means when Biden, Biden hires 87,000 IRS agents to harass small businesses from a statistical basis, it is the economic function in GDP in creating 174,000 p- jobs. Every small business must now reveal, listen, who is the beneficial owner of the small business, and they must report to the government where they live, and if they dare to change residence, failure to do so is prison time. This is why the founding fathers outlawed any direct taxation. They knew people would then be accountable to the government for absolutely everything they do. If you own a small business, it reminds me of what I saw behind the Berlin Wall. You were not allowed to move without the permission of the government. Oh, how power always consumes everything. And he's right about this. When we start having the government come in and regulate every aspect of our life, it causes all kinds of problems. It really does. And one more thing that I want to say about this thing with parasites, because I'm on this topic today, since you guys can get mad at me if you'd like. Why in the world was Ivermectin stopped as a cure for COVID? I'm going to ask that question. If ivermectin has been shown to be the, one of the best anti-parasiticals and won a Nobel Prize for it, and it worked really well for the treatment of COVID, why was it allowed to be used? Are enough people, now they're saying approximately 100 million people now, just in the United States alone, are potentially infected with toxoplasmosis, which is going to directly affect the ability of the mind to think and to reason properly. Do they not want all the people in the United States to be taking ivermectin to get rid of toxoplasmosis, which is a supposedly cure for this particular parasite? I find all of this interesting. And now we had that one study that came out, there's a possibility of schizophrenia with people that own cats because of this brain parasite. All of these things you've got to think about are being used against the population of the planet in order to control them. Just food for thought here. So I thought I'd mention that again. I'm a big proponent of ivermectin for anti-parasitical activities, period. I'd say that in a nice way that's basically accepted by the mainstream medical establishment. But the reality, <laughs> But the reality is this, is that, if you know something's gonna be good for you, and you know something's gonna be bad for you, it's like I said the other day on the show, you choose life, you choose death, you pick which one you want. And I know that a lot of people are single and they're by themselves and they take great joy from having pets in the house with them. I got that, I do, I understand that. I know that I really enjoy having Baron around, the, the big Malamute who we had adopted later because we were traveling so much. But I also know this, if things are good for you, that's one thing, if things are bad for you, that's also the truth. It's like Austin said, make sure you take antiparasitical medication. If you have animals in the house, with you don't care what they are, it's very, very, very important because guys, listen to me. If you know something's gonna debilitate both body and spirit, if you know something could cause parasitical infestations, why don't you just avoid that as much as you possibly can and make sure you try to ameliorate or mitigate the damage associated with that as quickly as possible because it goes right back to the Bible again. We're gonna go back to scripture now. Don't you know that ye you yourselves are God's temple and God's spirit lives within you? And if you destroy God's temple, it says he will destroy you. And it's not that he's going to come down and hit you with a lightning bolt, but he's going to allow what happened to you from a parasitical standpoint to take effect in your body. Now, a lot of people are coming out and saying that cancer is a direct result of parasite infestation of the body. Do I think that's true or false? I think it's probably interconnected. I really do. So just food for thought as far as what you need to do. And the Bible says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. Just thought I'd mention that one to you, too. That's New Testament, by the way. Austin, what are you thinking? What's your next story? Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. And th- one thing I want to address is it's all a bunch of articles now talking about the National Weather Climate uh, Prediction Center. They're talking about a massive storm hitting everything next week, including Texas. They're saying that the Texas power grid may not be able to handle it, that 26 million Texas customers may essentially be out of power. Everybody heads up on this. You guys remember two years ago when that massive polar—it uh, like a polar front came in and just froze over Texas do you remember what the federal government the EPA did they would not allow the Texas electrical company which I think is uh ERCOT yeah They would not allow them to spool up higher production because it meant they were going to cause over overage on their pollution limits that they were allowed to do and so the Texas electrical companies had to buy power from outside of the state to keep the power on for Texans and people were getting 13 14 1500 electric bills that was a beta test. They're going to try to do that again. Now, whether or not they do it next week with this, I have no idea. I'm giving you guys a heads up. There's definitely some crazy storms that have been floating around right now. This is why I always recommend I tell people, make sure you stay prepped. You have some basic necessities, especially when it comes to backup food, backup water, backup medical equipment, you know, whether it be you know, first aid kits, whether it's an IFAC kit, anything that you may need. Go do research on it write it down there's numerous lists online you can go on i always keep a backpack in my truck all the time it's pretty much to grab and go back i got everything in it: full med kit full food package full security package and a whole host of other things including topo maps and regular maps from all over the state county so having the ability if you've got to go somewhere or do something you have everything in one spot i always highly recommend that i've had numerous guys that are retired contractors and military have always told me that's the thing that you should really do and i've continually done it i recommend people do that as well especially a lot of crazy stuff you see going on right now. And also, last story, ironically enough, the uh, good old Fed boy, Ray Epps, the one who was actually on camera numerous times telling protesters on January 6th to storm the Capitol and break into the Capitol by all and any means. Um, Yeah, he got he got one year probation as a five dollar fine. Fed boy, Ray Epps, that's all he got. One year probation, one year probation for essentially some misdemeanor charge. You got guys that didn't even show up to the Capitol. They got 22 years incarceration out of federal penitentiary. That should tell you right now who's running the show, the FBI, and how corrupt they are. When you got FBI, fed boys like Ray Epps, gets one-year probation, Nah, guys, no good. Continue to hold things accountable. Hold the politicians accountable the best you possibly can and vote with your dollars. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. Appreciate the continued support. We're always here to help you out. You can give us a call up at any time. Also, be sure to check out The kit that I put on the website, I threw it together as a pretty much a stack that I started running again. It's a fat burning stack, which has the HGH stimulate, the pro-cut core, the cinnamon extract, the carnitine in it. Really, really good formula. Helps you burn body fat really fast, especially if you're on a low carbohydrate diet and you're training and exercising like you need to be. Really gets you leaned up hard for the summer, especially if you're training and exercising and want to have better cardiovascular functions. Remember, the lower your body fat gets in a healthy range, the better your cardiovascular system is the easier it is for you to be able to do things such as run hike or any other aspect and your body feels better think better and feel better i appreciate the support of healthmasters.com you guys have a blessed safe awesome night we'll talk to you guys
1: again tomorrow as always